Hello and welcome to Rise of Humanity. I am your host, Chris Karamaya, and for today's episode, I am very pleased to be joined by my guest, Krista Williams. Krista is a digital marketer, creator of the health, wellness, and lifestyle blog, The 100 Blog, and also host of the awesome hit podcast, Almost 30, bringing real and raw conversations on spirituality, entrepreneurship, health and wellness and much, much more. Krista brings awesome energy to her work and is doing awesome things in the world. She is a total rock star. So it's great to have you on the show today, Krista. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. I love what you're doing and I just love spreading, you know, positive messages like you are. So I'm so happy to be here. And that was such a nice, a nice welcome. I need to, I need to <laughs> tattoo that to my forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so you called your blog the hundred blog and um, mm-hmm. living at a hundred. What does that mean to you? Yeah. So it's kind of different than like a lot of the blogs, um, that I felt like were out around the time, you know, I feel like a lot of female blogs are kind of like cupcakes and sprinkles and kind of like lemon cashmere and, you know, just kind of stuff that didn't really seem interesting to me. So for a while, like I always, I still say, I always say a oh, hundred, like if I'm in total agreement of someone and I'm like completely supportive, I'm like a oh, hundred, hundred percent, you know, it means hundred percent. So I've been saying hundred for a long time, but it really means to me, like keeping it completely honest with you, keeping it completely real with you. And that's something I always, um, promise and try to do with each post that I write on the hundred blog. So, um, it's just really being that authentic, completely honest person and, kind of sharing um, a little bit more depth and insight in my posts than, you know, other people might find um, in the same health and wellness arena out there. Mm -hmm. So I always try and keep it 100, keep it real and just be my authentic self um, in everything that I do. And especially with the blog, which has been my first um, outlet that I really worked on. Yeah, that's cool. And is that, and you say in everything that you do, is that like how you try to just live your life Mm -hmm. as a whole then yeah I think yeah and I've always been that way just and I always have been that way and I never really understood how to like work with it positively until um Mm -hmm. you know my 20s and like probably like 23 24 when I started meditating and I kind of started reading you know all of the books that one does when um (laughs) they kind of awaken you know Eckhart Tolle um I read The Secret but that sort of led me down a path of educating myself more and I never really understood why I was so like all or nothing about things like I would always be transforming like one year in high school I was like a a preppy the next year I was like a pot smoker like it's just like (laughs) I kind of just like go all the way with things and I really am really super dedicated to things that really align with me or I'm like not into it at all you know so Mm -hmm. um living like at a hundred is just what I do so like making sure that my blog in the name really like aligns with something with who I am is like, this is like all the way when I'm going to do something like the blog, I'm going to do it all the way. And I've been doing it for like two and a half years. Um, and it's just like the perseverance factor too, of like, again, when I do something, I do it hundred or I don't do it at all. Yeah. That's awesome. I think that's what the world needs just like people to be authentic and themselves and, 
I mean, you probably find with your readers as well, but I think when you are your authentic Mm -hmm. self, it creates the opportunity. It gives people the belief that they can do it as well. If they're maybe scared, they're like, oh, look at this, you know, Krista, she's so bold and authentic and Mm -hmm. honest. I can be that person too. (laughs) Totally. And that's, I mean, that's what it is too. It's like, I want my blog to be a place where I am being my authentic self and I'm being honest, you know, positively or negatively speaking, um, deeply or lightly talking. And, you know, I talk about meditation or I talk about anxiety and depression. I've talked about, um, stuff that has impacted me personally. Um, but then I do at some points keep it light, but I felt like in the blogging world, what I was seeing was that there was tons of amazing pictures and tons of like really pretty girls, but I didn't feel like I was getting anything more than that. Like, I'm just kind of like, Mm -hmm. okay, but like, what else, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sure you can get inspired by someone's amazing outfit you know they're in Paris and they're having a croissant and it's a beautiful photo but like beyond that how does that make someone feel you know inspired to exactly like you said be themselves or feel more confident being themselves and from my personal perspective only me doing that only me kind of saying things that may be a little taboo maybe a little bold um, either on the podcast or for my blog you know, letting people know that it's okay to like speak your truth and be who you are is really like the message that I want to share. Um, especially like I said, because I didn't feel like I was getting that, you know, from blogging at all before I started my blog. Mm. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, yeah. And hundred being all in and not being afraid to express yourself. I mean, mm-hmm. was like, I mean, was there ever have you ever like been a bit resistant to or like oh should I press post here or are Mm. you just completely all in (laughs) yeah that's such a good question I I do you know sometimes there's times where it's not like I I, it's not like I don't you know so most posts I'll do some posts where I'm kind of like you know, it's kind of not super deep or interesting but there's also just a part of me too that like also doesn't want to share every single thing, Mm -hmm. you know? So I do have that where it's like, yes, every time you're reading my blog, I am being my authentic self. And that is me. You know, I'm not trying to be anyone else. That's why I personally don't read any other blogs because I don't really want to be um, influenced by anyone else. And I don't want to, you know, through osmosis, like catch any of their writing or do anything of their style. Um, But I do the, any hesitation I have sometimes is often like, I feel like I should share more. Um, I feel like there's been such a movement and such a transition with blogging where now everyone loves when everyone are, when everyone's like raw and authentic, like people Mm. love honesty, people love real and it's amazing. You know, it's like a beautiful shift that we're seeing, um, where now people on Instagram are kind of like doing a backlash where they're, you know, showing more what's real in their Instagram stories or in their captions. But sometimes for me, I'm like, I, I kind of want to keep part of me for me, you know, and I, um, I feel sometimes guilty about not sharing more about like what's going on in my life or what I'm thinking or like what's deeply me. But there is again, part of me that just feels like something should be for yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. and that sharing everything with everyone, um, 
it's just like a little could be a little like violating, you know, sometimes. So that's the hesitation I have. It's not necessarily like, oh, should I post it? Because I'm pretty whatever, you know, there have been times where I've shared stuff or it's more so saying stuff on the podcast is kind of where I've been like, oh, maybe I yeah. shouldn't have said that. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely can relate to that. Um, you know, where you're like, yeah, like there's sometimes I listen to myself on the podcast. I'm like, yes, go girl. Like, you know, that was clear that I understood what you were saying. That's really what I listened to is like, how clearly am I getting across my point, etc. But there are sometimes when I've said stuff and I'm like, oh, my God gosh you know i'm just like i cringe i'm like oh no <laughs> yeah it's all part of the uh the uh, experience and the journey it is though, I suppose. yeah it awesome. is you mean so, you don't want to listen to yourself you don't want to like be tuning into yourself every week and be like i you know and think you're perfect that's not yeah. you know what it's about so it's like there has to be parts where you're kind of like okay ugh, whatever you know but <sighs> what can you do yeah, yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So what's your, what's your, like your life journey been like getting to where you are today? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're doing, obviously got a lot of awesome stuff going on. I'm sure you've got mm -hmm. big goals for the future as well, but, um, it seems like you've really got a, like a good life dialed in for yourself. And I think mm -hmm. it's something which is so big today, especially people in their twenties, just feeling completely lost. I mean, what's, mm -hmm. what's your... Did you find yeah. your way early on? <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't, I think for me personally, it feels like I've found my way early on. Like I found my way around my twenties, you know, um, yeah. when I started meditating really was the key. And when I started again, reading the books, but I grew up in a small town in Ohio. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I, um, I just always kind of was like, tr and, and I understand myself more today where I understand that I, I transform a lot. I love transformation. I never like growth and transformation are like my like bloodline. That is like who yeah. I am. I've, you know, I've never really stayed the same for longer than a couple years. And that's just the way that I am. And now I accept myself and understand myself for that. Um, but you know, it's kind of hard to grow up in like a small town in Ohio. It's always gray, you know, um, there isn't really like a big type of thinking. Um, you know, you kind of just think about going to college, where are you going to go to college? And then what company are you going to work at? Is it going to be a big company? And then mm. at that point, it's like, okay, you know, your life's over. You kind of have a job. You just get old. You work at your job. You make more money. You buy a house. You buy a car. You pay off the house. You have kids. You, you know what I mean? It's kind of like yeah. just like the normal path that like most people are doing. And it's not really an awakened type of living. Um, so I just was kind of living that life. And I remember, you know, I was in college and even in, in high school, I would have periods of depression, um, and anxiety, you know, just, I would like have panic attacks in high school and stuff. And uh, for the most part, I was so happy and I was, you know, loved life, but there just were parts of me that were never really satisfied and just always felt like I wasn't like there was so much depth to me and I really didn't understand like how to manage all of my emotions and manage my creativity in such a stifling place. Um, mm. So it was really like after college when I um, moved to Chicago, I moved to Chicago where I lived for a long time um, and I was working in this job and in, in finance management consulting, which is as creative and glamorous as it sounds. <laughs> So I was working at this job, you know, that was good to me, but I, I was 
so unhappy. I would cry like regularly. I mean, it was so unprofessional. Like I honestly want to puke thinking about myself, just like being so miserable at my job. And I like sucked at it too, like, which is the funny thing. (laughs) And like, I just was like so bad. And I just like hit a point where I was so unhappy. And I just remember like going to bed at night and like, I'd wake up in the morning and I would be like, I would be so mad. I'd be like, fuck, like I woke up and it's me and I'm still here. And like, I'm still feeling this way. You know what I mean? It was like, Mm. almost like there was periods when like the sleep was the only break between my thoughts, if that makes sense. So it was like the, I needed the unconscious period because the consciousness was like, so like, I just knew something needed to change. So, um, I quit my job and I, um, um, went to, and I went to Patagonia for two months through this program. So I applied for this program called Knowles. It's National Outdoor Leadership School. Um, and basically, you know, you go off the grid, there's no phones, you're not allowed to connect with anyone. Um, and you pack all of your stuff in a kayak and you camp on the coast of Patagonia for two months and live basically, and kind of learn how to survive in the wild. So, um, within that. So those two decisions basically gave me the confidence, you know, to really like, be like, okay, like I could do this. You know what I mean? Like I could really believe in building the life that I love. And within that in Patagonia, I was taught to meditate by someone that was on the trip. Um, so the meditation was really what like kicked everything off and, you know, really helped me to connect more closely with universe, with God and understand that like we are connected and that, you know, I can have a life that I love. And it really awakened me to, um, building a life and believing that I could have every single thing that I wanted by living in my alignment with my authentic self. Um, so I came back from Patagonia and then at the time at during this time too, I was meeting my boyfriend who I'm with now. Um, we've been together for five years and he was someone that I kind of like manifested. He was like my first, um, experience with manifestation. You know, I was like, Mm -hmm. just like bringing him into existence and, um, we fell in love and I moved to New York with him. And then that just really kicked everything off. So quitting my job, Patagonia, falling in love, moving to New York and living with him. And then from there, it was just like more and more exercises and practices of belief of love and of getting to know myself more authentically to just building this life that I live now, um, which I feel, you know, I, last night I was like, I, I cry like weekly just cause I feel <laughs> so lucky that, you know, I feel so lucky first that I have a passion. You know, I know so many people don't have passions and they're like, Oh my God, I just, I don't know what I care about, or I don't know what I love. I don't know what I like. And I have that, you know, and I have, this beautiful thing and the podcast and these beautiful people that listen and connect. And I have this amazing creative outlet and I have this amazing relationship and I have friends, you know, I just, and, and it hasn't been like that. There's been periods of nothing. There's been periods of everything in my life. You know, there's been highs and lows. My life tends to keep getting better. The more I'm Mm -hmm. grateful and the more I'm aligned, but I mean, I couldn't be more thankful for everything now, but you know, a caveat to all of that is, is, Yes, there are beautiful, magical things that happen to me in my decisions, but it's been also like a lot of work 
you know, like from the outside, you'll see my life or, you, you know, and some people might like, oh, your life isn't that cool. But for me, you know, my life feels good and it is really aligned to me. But it's also so, so, so much work to have mm-hmm. a passion that you were obsessed with and a creative outlet. And then, you know, right now making the money to fund those things will eventually, you know, the tides will turn and, you know, one of them might make money over the other. But, um, there's tons of work involved in everything too. And to really love your life does involve work. It's not really a passive thing. You know, you have to choose love. You have to choose authenticity. You have to choose to meditate every day. I have to choose to, um, you know, not engage in acts that are sort of like dulling my vibration, like watching TV or scrolling Instagram for hours and stuff like that too. So, um, a lot of it is the faith and then a lot of it is the work. Yeah. That's incredible. I feel like you've just, um, just describe my life story oh, as really? well. We're, we're extremely similar. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's good. That's why we're yeah, here. I mean, yeah, that's like almost like I even went to South America for six months. <laughs> um, and you, where in just, South America? Uh, all over. I went to. I went. I drove through Patagonia. And oh, you I did. Argentina. Yeah, I went camping. Only for, I was only there for about a week, but camped there. Oh, isn't um, it gorgeous? Brazil. Yeah, I went all over, and it was that was back in twenty fifteen. Now went to pretty much every country. Um, that was just a, that was a turning point. One hundred percent. Because before, yeah, because before I went, I was miserable and in you know the why me, why does everything happen to me mm-hmm. mentality, and I came back and I was like, oh, so everything that happened in my life before this I created it and it's like oh (laughs) a light bulb went off yeah (laughs) exactly it's like giving yourself the power and I think you know I felt like a little yeah it was like things are happening to me not for me you know Mm -hmm. and kind of like shifting that mentality and I think people are scared it's like they're trying and then you try once you know it doesn't work and you're like whatever it doesn't work you know, kind of like that thing, but it's almost, I mean, for you and, you know, I could be speaking for you, but for me, it needed to be something that was kind of radical to make the first shift, you know, to kind of like give the universe the nod that I was willing to, to go the distance and kind of having the clarity of like, um, a different space or a different part of the world to really just reset and be like, and you know, you need that. I needed that. And I've always traveled my family travels, which I'm very thankful, but, um, traveling for me is like the reminder that you are not just like your office and your house and your commute Mm. to work and your favorite coffee shop. You know what I mean? There's so many more things and people and places that are happening all over with or without you. And, what you have as your current perspective is so small. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's definitely how I am. And, that, and that's why I love the name of your, your blog. Cause that's, I, that's how I go about things. I always like to everyone else. It looks like I've completely gone, taken like a re- huge risk and gone in way too big. But for me, it always, that's just how I do things. Totally. Like in that, that South America trip. I mean, I, I hadn't, I was like a complete introvert, like for years I barely went out and I was just happy at home and I never even thought about going travelling and then for some reason I just got this idea, right, I'm going away for six months and my mum and dad were laughing at me like, we don't even go out at weekends, how are you going to go to South America for six months? I was like, well, I just 
so now I need to do it and then that was it and then whenever I do something I do it big like if I invest in a program or coaching or something I always go for the biggest most crazy investment and that's just how I do do everything so I completely resonate with I love that I don't know what that is I just am like (laughs) I don't know are you a youngest are you what's your like birth order Uh, uh, in the middle oh you are interesting I was trying to correlate it but I don't know but I, I mean I feel exactly how you feel yeah I yeah someone people seem to think that I'm the oldest I shouldn't say that but <laughs> people think think that I'm the oldest when they see how things kind of go I always feel family, like but... people are the youngest when they kind of have that one zero or hundred mentality um because there's like um, a like a fearlessness with it you know yeah so I always like wonder that like when people to me when people say that they're kind of like the youngest because I just know that in my experience and just some of the the um, sibling relationships that I know of, it's like the oldest are kind of a little bit more patient and they're kind of like a little bit more thoughtful about making their decisions. You know what I mean? So they take Mm. a little bit longer. Like my sister just takes forever to make decisions and stuff. You know, she would never, hers is like, it's I'm zero to a hundred and you know, she's just like very slow. So um, sometimes I wonder if it's like a youngest, oldest thing. Yeah. I mean, I definitely think for me, even though maybe not always completely aware of it, I think the reason that my actions are big is because I'm quite spiritually aware. Mm, And I think that having that connection just kind of definitely feel guided. Like I know that when I make big decisions, I'm being guided. I mean, is that, has that been a big thing for you? I mean, you talked about the meditation Mm. in the books, but has that been a big, big thing for you in your 20s yeah like feeling guided yeah Yeah. just the general like connection to something bigger as well oh yeah totally I mean um my you know and a lot of like what kicked it off to you know my quitting the job and kind of like finding um you know my boyfriend and who I love was like by a a psychic, you know, I had like a psychic medium experience and she just, she predicted my entire life, you know, until now and kind of like told me about my angels and told me about, um, you know, experiences just kind of like read me really well and like helped me kind of like confirm a connection that I believed I had. And it's just like Mm. an experience, experiment you know you kind of just like I don't know I think for me and talking to my angels and talking to my spirit guys and talking to God and universe it just like I know that it's working and I know that it's there and if it wasn't Mm -hmm. it's still a positive thing to be doing so I just always wonder you know like even for not believing it's like if you you know why not you know it's like what bad (laughs) is it going to do to like you know talk to your guides or talk to your angels. And throughout the years, um, I've just had some, you know, experiences that just like reaffirmed, um, you know, things for me, whether if it was like with intuitives or mediums or like out of body experiences when meditating or just like the ability to manifest, um, things in my life, you know, I've, I've seen magic happen through manifestation and, um, it's just always brings me to my knees and just reminds me that there is like something greater and that like I am supported, you know, 
and loved. Mm -hmm. And I think it starts with that, you know, the basic and the foundation of that is the meditation piece. Like that is like by far and away the biggest had has made the biggest impact on my life over anything I have ever done. It's, it's given me space. It's helped me to be myself. It helps me in, in every way, shape or form it has helped me. And it helped me to really just pull myself out of the anxious mind, any sort of like depression, because it just provides clarity, you know, and it provides like Mm -hmm. a space for you, um, to just remove the emotions from your feelings and really analyze and, and play with that and understand yourself on a deeper level. Yeah. Yeah. The meditation is, um, definitely i think it's just a big thing for the future of humanity and i think the more people start doing it because it is a it is a game changer i mean i'd be interested to hear what kind of if you have a particular technique or anything but for me personally obviously i've been very aware of meditation because just being in like the spiritual realms and stuff but it was never something that really clicked for me i would just do it on and off and um i think it's probably about 12 weeks ago now, I um, came across this awesome new meditation process and mm. it was just like, that was it, it clicked and I've meditated like an Ooh, hour. What's the process? Morning. It's, um, are you, do you know uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza? No, I don't. Oh, I've never heard, oh, it's absolutely incredible. I'll tell you his book after we, uh, I'll send you a link for us so you can check it out. But he's, he's it's very science-based, but he, he basically, the science of, spirituality and he's basically measuring transformation scientifically and it's absolutely incredible his process basically is you have you access other dimensions of the universe without leaving your body Mm. he calls it the quantum the quantum field so if you do his meditation and follow the steps um which is all in his books you you essentially become, he says, the way he phrases it is, you become no one, no thing, no body, nowhere, no time, in no place, and you become more energy than matter. And the second that you do that, you literally, your brainwaves just go off the chart because they measured it, and you 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 sort of, you become an energetic being in a different dimension of the universe, and you can create mystical experiences as people that have healed cancer mm. healed all kinds of diseases absolutely incredible it's a manifestation process really but it's obviously it's relaxation it's good for your health and uh what's the name again i need to write this down um the guy is called dr joe Dispenza. Okay. Uh, he's written loads of books his his newest book is called becoming supernatural cool if you read that, it will blow your mind. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, that's like my goal for 2018 is to like create more magic, like have more magic experiences yes. where you're just like, whoa, you know, that this is the book. Blow your mind. That's like the goal. Yeah. yeah, this is the book for that. He's he's incredible. He's a mystic and a neuroscientist and a chiropractor. And just everything is incredible. So definitely uh, check that book out. Oh, perfect. I will. I cannot wait. So, but yeah, what's, um, just talk about your Oh yeah, my meditation. Um, yeah. So I um, learned um, 
through TM through someone. So I was in Patagonia and I met this guy and he was meditating on the trip and I didn't really understand what he was doing, but I knew I wanted to meditate. I knew I wanted to start. So he told me about his process that he learned through TM and it was using the mantra I am and just sort of like focusing on your breath, breathing in and out, repeating the mantra to kind of like keep your brain aligned to one thought. So that's really what I started with. I can't remember how long it took me to get into it, you know, and kind of be able to settle into the meditation. Um, but that was the process I started with. And then when I lived in New York, I would go to meditation classes and I've learned um, divided attention meditation, you know, where you're kind of like observing yourself and your life outside of your body. And then um, just breath work, you know, doing a lot of breath work. But my meditation happens in the morning or it happens at night. I'm kind of, I'm pretty, I'm kind of flexible now, you know, before for a long time. I've been meditating for probably seven years now, but I think for the past two, two years, I've been more flexible about it. I used to do it um, every morning uh, or every night you know, just making sure, but now I can do it in the afternoon or some, you know, I do it almost every day, but there are days when sometimes I don't do it if I'm traveling, but I still feel completely clear and fine. Um, but really it's like for me, either I'm trying to meditate with a mantra. I'll use Tara Brock. Do you know her podcast? She's amazing. So Tara Brock, it's T-A-R-A and then B-R-A-C-H. She has an amazing podcast. She does talks and then she does meditations and her meditations are between 15 and and 30 minutes. And her voice is just amazing. They're kind of like full body awareness meditations. And they're really, really nice when like, I know that it's going to be difficult for me to get into meditation by myself. So I'll use hers. Um, And then if I can't really get into meditation, you know, there's mornings where I'll sit down and I really want to get in deep to a meditation. I I would love to meditate, but I'm kind of too energetic and it's not really happening for me. So I'll kind of just, Mm -hmm. you know, give myself a pep talk and just kind of like say nice things to myself. Just be like, you know, you're amazing. You're smart. You're doing amazing things. Um, I love you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm so thankful to be who I am and just kind of like talk to myself and just being kind to myself for like five to 10 minutes in the morning, you know? And so, so many people are like, you know, I can't like meditate or I can't sit. Um, you know, I can't get my head clear or anything like that. And it's a practice. Like, it's like, it's so frustrating actually when people say that, cause it's like, you're like numbing your brain by looking at social media, you know, like you can, you can like, (laughs) you can sit and breathe for a second. Um, but if you can't, then even just sitting for yourself with five minutes and just being like, you're awesome. Like, I love like how hard you're working at work. I love how like talking to yourself in third person and like being kind to yourself and just like giving yourself a pep talk. So it's either morning or night. I'm really flexible. It's with Tara Brock Mm. or it's by myself or it's just like a pep talk. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, just any, even if you didn't get the meditation in, I mean, at least you're starting your day off on the right foot because that makes a huge difference, mm-hmm. really, doesn't it? Then just rolling out of bed and stepping out the door and going to work. Oh, 100%. You know, it's like, it'll be meditation. Most of the time it's meditation, you know, for five minutes in the morning, but it's definitely like no phone until I leave the door. I don't look at my phone right away. I'll oil pull. Mm-hmm. I'll do the gratitude journal, I'll foam roll, I'll stretch, I'll just kind of like be my by myself because, you know, 
like the plasticity of your brain is so like, or you're just very vulnerable in the morning. You know, you have a very clear space. Your body's been digesting everything all night. It's kind of like, for me, especially, I feel like whatever input I put into my brain in the very morning is kind of sets the mood for the day. So if it's social media, it's, you know, not a good place to start it. And I'm just very clear. So I kind of need to honor that and just go on as long as I can without like, assaulting myself with things to do in the morning mm. yeah and it's i mean everyone's so busy these mm-hmm. days as well it's so easy to get swept up with the uh, the uh, the uh, current and um yeah if you if you can carve out that little bit of time for yourself at the beginning of, in the morning then it's a awesome thing to do and what about um like uh do music is that a big thing for you Mm, that's a good one I love podcasts so much right now I feel like I've been like yeah (laughs) I feel like I've been neglecting my music I was like obsessed with music for a while when I was in New York I'd go to music festivals all the time and stuff like that um but lately I've been kind of trying to listen to my boyfriend got me onto it it's I think it's 432 hertz have you listened to that it's like 432 mm. hertz sounds. Rings a bell. And it's like, um, it's supposed to, it's supposed to actually like heal your DNA, and it's just very calming. It's very like, Mm-mm. it's like the kind of music that you listen to in yoga classes. Yeah. I don't know, and it's just like really nice and calming. But I do love music. I mean, I mostly listen if I do listen to music for fun. It's like rap and hip hop. It's what I really like, yeah. or like indie Mm -hmm. stuff like subtract or um miguel or something like that but um now that i am just so hungry for not for information and knowledge and like consuming stuff i just am obsessed with podcasts and the fact that like again it's like zero to hundred thing it's like okay well if i'm gonna listen to something then i make sure i want to get something out of it and i'm gonna listen to a podcast because i can like learn something while doing it you know what i mean yeah yeah the learning thing is huge and also the thing i found about listening to like good podcasts or good interview whatever it is it's just the the feeling like the way it lifts your vibration it's just like if you do that over and over again it's gonna have a big knock-on effect on your life i completely agree yeah and that is too lately i've been just like listening to more music like at night and stuff and you do like feel it more vibrationally and you're like whoa you know i it's, it's interesting, like yeah. when you're actually being conscious and like consciously choosing music that, you know, has some sort of vibration, like how it could make you really feel. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that's a big thing. I'm really like, I don't know if this is a thing, but I'm really sensitive to music, like emotionally. Like I feel like I'm guided to listen to certain songs and like, I'll be feeling a certain way or going through a certain struggle in life more in the past and then this song will come and i'll listen to the lyrics and it'd be like it'd be like my guys are talking to me yes. with this and it'll give me such a huge lift of energy it's just incredible totally i mean Sometimes. angels and stuff like they speak a lot through music and you know like animals and things like that so if like mm. that's the way that they communicate to you you know like take it as that it's like this is like how they communicate mine are like in dreams you know mine are kind of like come to me in dreams and stuff but like and it's just, yeah. if you believe that, that is how they will communicate. If you're like, I kind of think that they're talking to me and they're sending me this mm-hmm. message, then you'll get more of them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so cool. 
And so, I mean, health, wellness and lifestyle, it's obviously a big part of your whole blog. And I suppose you cover it a lot on the podcast mm -hmm. as well. Is it, I mean, you talked about the meditation. How, what else, uh, what kind of stuff do you do? Is that a big thing for you taking care of your health? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, I'm trying to think, it's probably been like that for most of my life. I think when I was younger, I didn't really know how to take care of myself. I've kind of had like a weird relationship with like my body and food. That's always been like my thing. Mm -hmm. Um, ever since I was little, I was always like the chubby one that like <laughs> loved sweets. And my sister was like the rail. I was like, Oh, so it was like always the struggle. And, um, my mom and I, you know, my mom kind of had like a, she was kind of really hard on us about how we looked and, and how we ate and um, a hard on herself, you know, and we kind of absorbed that as kids. So it's always kind of been in my imprinting that um, I was going to be aware of my body and, you know, be self-conscious about my eating and stuff like that. So it started out, you know, as like a vain thing in college and in high school about, you know, wanting to look good and, and feel good or more just look good. Basically yeah. that was like what it was like is wanting to look good. And then, um, as I got older, when I, again, when I started to meditate or I became actually, I became vegetarian mm -hmm. in college. Um, when I read a book called eating animals and that was kind of like my very, maybe that was my very first spiritual type thing. Mm. Um, because that for me was like, I read the book and it just felt, and I don't know if I would describe it at the time as something that felt spiritually aligned, but cutting, eating meat out of my, cutting meat out of my life was like what I realize now and removing that violence, you know, this is me personally, everyone's different, um, helped me in a lot of ways to feel more connected to my soul and more grounded and, mm -hmm. um, this is like kind of weird and woo woo, but I felt it also to help me to like release a lot of karmic debt that I've had, you know, mm -hmm. or maybe been holding from past lives getting really out there. But, um, okay. so I stopped eating meat when I was in college and then I became vegan two years ago. Um, so vegetarian for 10 vegan for two, um, but working out and kind of having a body relationship practice since I left college, um, and I've always kept that as like a thread line. And then now being in LA and being as spiritual probably as I've ever been, it's really just like a complete honoring of the body that I have and the body that I've been given. And I definitely have my days, you know, where I'm not feeling my best or I'm not feeling, um, completely at home in my body, but I try my best to do everything I can so that I am around as long as possible. And because I am, as healthy or I try to be, or as well as I can, I'm able to get so much more done. You know, it's like yeah. by eating well and eating clean and sleeping and doing all these things, it's like, I'm able to produce so much work and like love so many people and mm -hmm. do so much because of my health and wellness enables that for me. So it's basically just like a critical aspect for not only my business, but like my life and the way I'm running it right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you do you drink? Mm -mm, no, so I don't drink either. Um, I stopped drinking three years ago. I kind of slowed down four years ago, but I stopped three years ago. I'll have like a glass of wine. I've probably had a glass of wine one time in the past six months, but mm -hmm. um, 
it's just a, it's a clarity thing. You know, it's like, and I always sound harsh, like when I talk about this, but (laughs) it's how I feel like there is no benefit. You know, people are like, oh yeah, you can get antioxidants from red wine. It's like, yeah, you can get that from like grapes too, but like you don't need to have it as alcohol. And it's just like, I would be tired. I would have to be in bed all day and I would be not productive and I'd waste $15 on a drink. And mm-hmm. it just like dampens your vibration. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're not going to be the best person if you are tired and you're poisoning your body regularly and all of these things. And I feel like I don't want to disrespect my body and drinking to me personally, if you're going to drink a lot and you're going to get drunk and you're going to do it regularly is just disrespecting your body. Yeah. It's a priority thing, isn't it? It's because yeah, I don't drink anymore and I've never been like a huge drinker, but it was when, um, uh, when I came back from South America, it was right at the end of the trip. And I was just like, mm. I'm just sick of waking up and wasting an entire day feeling like garbage. And I just came back mm-hmm. and I just never drank again. And it's funny what I've noticed that I've not drunk since, but a couple of times I've like accidentally consumed a bit of alcohol, like from a dessert or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I've become so sensitive now that I literally cannot touch it. It goes straight to my head and I get completely like spaced out. It's horrible. I can't even have like, even if like red wine's been put in food and not cooked out properly, I can't eat it. It's crazy. So I don't, you don't go, I don't touch it at all now, but the clarity thing and just the health and your body. Yeah. And you just don't need it, you know, like I just, and I feel like a lot of times too, you know, I was doing it to like, cause I wasn't comfortable with myself or the situation. It was like, I would do it in college, you know, and and really in college, I was so bored. Like I was so bored, so bored, so bored. So it was like, okay, what could I do? Because I'm like, not really comfortable. No one's really interesting. Um, I don't really have anything to do and everyone's drunk. So I might as well get drunk too. Mm -hmm. And like, that's what I would do. And then outside of school, I'm like, I feel like people are drinking because they don't really want to be in the situation or they're not comfortable with who they are. You know, now it's like I could go to a club. I don't really anymore, but completely sober and have fun. I could go (laughs) do anything and have fun. And everyone like everyone's like, are you sure you're having fun? I'm like, yeah, like I want to be here. And when you're drinking, you're not really there. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, I've been to a couple of parties in the last year where I was the only one that wasn't drinking pretty much and I was like one of the people that was dancing the most on the dance floor having the and everyone thought I was Mm -hmm. drunk everyone thought I was drunk and they're like Chris you haven't even had a drink I was like nope not one Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's so cool (laughs) completely same page yeah awesome so um what I'm curious what uh you have in store for the future what plans you got i mean you you do digital marketing job do you have like a side business what's can what does that look like Mm, yeah um i guess the side business you know is is i can i do some consulting for some companies for like digital stuff and podcasting um but really the side biz is the blog and the podcast you know Uh. the the blog takes um it takes a good amount of time. Uh, now that I've had it for, you know, a little over two years, it's like, it's easier to maintain. Um, 
you know, I kind of understand the rhythm of it. There's still work, but I understand the rhythm of it. And I post, I post like once a week. I don't post as regular as I used to anymore because I'd rather post quality content less than crappy content more. Mm. And then um, the podcast, which we do, um, almost 30 podcasts, which we have at least one episode out every week is so much work. I mean, yeah. you know, you know, from podcasting, but, mm-hmm. um, we also do, or we're also doing events with that too. So we have the podcast events. Um, we have like a podcast ebook. We're speaking at some conferences this year, which is tons of work doing the presentations and practicing them. And then, um, really just making that grow as much as possible, um, is really time consuming. So that's, just really, you know, what I'm working on for this year and just really putting all my time and effort into growing those. Yeah, that's cool. Well, you definitely, um, at least you're doing things that you're passionate about, which I mm. think think is um, huge today. So I'm very happy for you that you are. Uh, oh, and same, you know, like you're doing the same. Yeah, yeah, it's been there. Uh, <laughs> It's been quite a ride, but <laughs> glad, very, uh, very glad to be where I am today. So, and yeah, it's awesome to be able to connect with people like you as well. So, oh, isn't it just the best? Don't you just get so inspired? Yeah, it's awesome. It's not. It's incredible that you can actually do it, like with the internet, and you can just connect with people all over the world now, and just like if I didn't have the internet, like there's no one around me at all, really, that I can even come close to having this kind of conversation with so it's oh so- my god I know it's like yeah and it fills me up you know like and I'm sure the same for you like it just really fills me up and I feel so fulfilled like having these because that's like a lot of the times too like in, in college and stuff and afterwards I would have fulfilling conversations but like these like insightful conversations with people that are like-minded or not like-minded you know that are just conscious and aware just like fill you up mm. Absolutely. So is there any advice you could give to people who are have been or currently going through what you kind of went through and what I went through and feeling lost in life and trying to, you know, figure out their passion and just 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 feel completely lost? Mm. Is there any kind of advice you'd share? Yeah, I think um yeah, there's like so much. It's like, <laughs> I, I would say, to, I would say one thing for the people that are like feeling like a little lost and feeling like a little afraid of what people will think of them for doing something different. Um, it's like, you know, the people that are are going to talk bad about you or kind of hold you back from becoming your authentic self, like deeply want even probably deeply want to be a bright, happy person too. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, don't let anyone hold you back from like trying to become the person that you are and don't be afraid to do things that are different. You know, it's kind of the, it sounds so dumb, but like the, you only live once mentality, but it is true. And I'm not saying you should quit your job right away and, you know, live in a yurt, but (laughs) it really is. It's like, baking yourself a priority and making your personal growth and your happiness a priority. And it's not for the people that are happy. Yes. There are a lot of people that have been born into situations where they were blessed, um, with money, abundance, love, whatever. 
things that make it easier to be happy. But a lot of the people that are happy on a deep level where they are happy in whatever situation they are in, no matter what is happening to them. So happiness, regardless of cause, um, as Buddha talks about, you know, the happiness with cause and happiness without of cause are happy because they've put in the work to change their brain to be that way. So putting in the work to change your brain to be that way is through meditation. It's through the journaling. It's through going deep and it's through belief in something greater and like exercising that belief regularly until you can build a life that you love. So it happens over time. It takes a long time, but it is worth it over anything. You know, it's like not going to happen overnight, but it couldn't be more worth it to feel at home in your body and feel happy being who you are, you know? Yeah, that's incredible. Thank mm-hmm. you. That's just like that thing that's like the ultimate advice not finding that happiness without causes that's something that I've kind of feel like I've achieved myself mm. now after rewiring my brain through this meditation and it's just like awesome you should be a coach oh yeah <laughs> I love coaches but sometimes I just am like I just am sometimes a little bit there's so many in LA so I just coach through my podcast I just you know do my thing yeah it's a good idea awesome that was it I think that was it awesome way amazing to... thank you so much this was so fun you are such a like delight I'll share everything you know on all my platforms and everything like that on my socials and it was just so nice to talk to you you're just so conscious and aware and I'm just like so happy to see where everything takes you you're just gonna you're gonna kill it awesome thanks do you just want to i'll put all the links in the show notes and stuff as well but do you just want to let the listeners know where they can find out more about you and your podcast oh yeah of course um so it's krista williams k-r-i-s-t-a williams um the podcast is called the almost 30 podcast 30 is the number almost 30 podcast.com at almost 30 podcast on instagram and then my blog is the hundred blog so h-u-n-d-r-e-d blog and then I'm 100 blog on Instagram. And I would love to connect with you guys. Would love to hear from you. Um, just DM me or anything. I always respond and chat with anyone who DMs me. Well, most people. <laughs> most people. <laughs> little, got a little excited there. Most people. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on today. Thank you for coming on and uh, sharing all your, your journey, your story, and this awesome stuff you've learned along the way. And I wish you all the best going forward. Oh, okay. Great. Thank you so much. Have such a good day, Chris, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. That's all for today, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And I'll stick all the links that you need in the show notes to check out Krista's work and her podcast. So I'll catch you all next time. Take care. Bye-bye.